Now on view at SCAD Fash, Manish Aurora's Life is Beautiful. Renowned for dazzling designs and a rainbow of colors, Manish Aurora has brought the talent and craftsmanship of India's rich sartorial history to the global forefront, earning international acclaim on runways across three continents. Designing in India since the 1990s, Aurora's glittering garments celebrate extravagant expressions of self through varied materials, techniques, and silhouettes in a triumphant union of Western and Eastern aesthetics adapted to today's multicultural society with a touch of humor. Find out more at scadfash.org. Support for WABE comes from 100 Miles, a nonprofit committed to preserving Georgia's 100-mile coast. Protecting this critical coastal ecosystem takes all of us. Watch the stories of the innovators and future leaders who help keep our coast flowing at OurGeorgiaCoast.org. From WABE in Atlanta, this is City Lights. I'm Lois Reitzes. Thank you for listening. You know that footage of Neil Armstrong's Steps on the Moon? Well, there's a place called Arabia Mountain that may remind you of a lunar landscape. And you don't need a rocket to get there because it's just east of Atlanta. Later this hour, we'll hear about the Arabia Mountain Nature Preserve in DeKalb County. Plus, speaking of the arts, our series of local creatives in their own words, today featuring the artist known as Vando. First, this is our fundraiser, and as part of the fundraiser, we are in the first, last, and only match of City Lights. So that's for this entire member drive. When you give right now at wabe.org slash donate, your gift does more. I'm joined by City Lights senior producer Kim Drobes. Hey there, Lois. All right, people. So this is how it works. A few of our major giving society here at WABE, we call them Cornerstone members. They've given us a $5,000 match to go with your donation right now. So we can do the math together, right? So if you give $10 a month, it'll be matched. If you give $50 a month, they'll match it with $50. Best of all, your donation powers all the reasons that you value City Lights. So please take a moment, give right now, wabe.org slash donate or call 678-553-9090. Hey, it's Elsa Chang from NPR. Donating to this station makes a big difference, but it doesn't have to be a big decision. It can be a spur of the moment kind of thing. Think of all the random stuff that you own, clothes worn once or gadgets you never even figured out how to use, all paid for. You already get so much out of public radio, so just go for it. Contribute right now and thank you. Contribute at wabe.org slash donate. We are hoping to receive 11 donations during this hour in order to stay on task. We look forward to hearing from you if you haven't yet donated. How long have you been saying to yourself, one day I'll donate to WABE? Well, now is your chance to go for it. And the best part 
is that you'll feel good knowing you're helping to bring public radio to greater Atlanta. As Elsa said, it only takes a moment to give right now at wabe.org slash donate or call 678-553-9090. And it looks like our goal for this hour has already dropped down to 10. So whoever you are, we thank you immensely. And everyone else, come on, this is your moment to give. We found that those who like to give monthly, there's kind of a sweet spot. It's about $10 a month. And with that monthly gift, you'll join tens of thousands of Atlanta listeners who have decided to step it up and fund 90.1 at wabe.org slash donate. Conversations like the one you heard yesterday with Ben Harper What an amazing human being, by the way. He's in town this weekend for the Amplified Decatur Festival. Those types of conversations, you're only going to hear them here on City Lights. And we could use your help because Metro Atlanta is our biggest source of funding. Nearly 84% of it comes from Metro Atlanta. So we're counting on you today. Please give what you can at wabe.org slash donate or give us a call 678-553-9090. My name is Dave Supley and I live in Alpharetta, Georgia. I think the reason we give on a monthly basis is it's a, it's a friendly reminder to the fact that you're providing something as a gift, but you're also receiving something back with that gift too. And then also, too, it, it perks your thoughts of what could you do next, and you, you decide to, to move uh, and do something a little bit more when you have that opportunity. Thank you, Dave, from Alpharetta. There's something reassuring about being a sustaining member of WABE because you know that each month your investment is bringing you a service you use. You don't need to worry about renewing and Listening to WABE may even inspire you to give more, just like Dave. Now is an excellent time to consider donating just a few more dollars each month. You can do that right now at this at this specific site, wabe.org slash upgrade, or tell the operator you would like to upgrade at 678 678- Five five three ninety ninety. Thanks for being a sustaining member. So thank you also to Robert from Atlanta who just donated. We appreciate you, Robert. And we'd like to thank everyone who has given during City Lights thus far as part of the Cornerstone match. But hey, we still need you. The idea is simple. When you give right now, your gift will be matched up to $5,000 in total. Please take a moment to give right now at wabe.org slash donate or call 678-553-9090 and thank you. And now a look into one of our area's most unusual natural treasures. If you have ever been to Arabia Mountain in East Cab, you may have felt as if you were walking on the moon. The granite outcroppings, called monadnocks, cover the surface of the mountain, creating an otherworldly landscape. This year, the 2,500-acre nature preserve turns 50. And joining me now via Zoom 
is Arabia Preserve Manager Robert Astrove. Welcome to City Lights. Good afternoon and so happy to be here. Well, thank you. Robbie, would you please give us a brief overview of the Nature Preserve's history and uh, talk about how it's expanded? Sure can, and thank you for that introduction. I, I had my eyes closed, I was listening, and I think to myself, wow, that's a place I want to work at, and I'm so lucky that I do. I've been here for 10 years now, um, but we like to joke that the mountain has been here for 400 million years, but it didn't become public until 1972, and previous to that, it was a rock quarry, very much like Stone Mountain was a rock quarry, and the Davison family operated here for many decades and made a decision in 1972 to donate and sale initially 550 acres to us, the citizens of DeKalb County, to begin the construction of a nature preserve. So after those 550 acres were purchased from the Davison family, it really was just a rock, and that's what the county owned at the time. Along came some visionaries to create the Arabia Alliance. And this was a, a nonprofit organization that went on to create the Arabia Mountain National Heritage Area. And that's one thing that makes this park very unique. We have a federal designation and these were community leaders, people in DeKalb County government, and just visionaries for conservation to protect not just Arabia Mountain, but the view shed of the mountain. Meaning that when you go to the top of Arabia Mountain, what you see is all green and very little influence of humans and homes. And so it's one thing to have a vision to protect a place. It's another thing to actually protect a literal vision. And Arabia Mountain has been an incredible success story for conservation as the acreage has been expanding over the years. Uh, for example, in 2000, the DeKalb County citizens voted on a bond referendum for conservation, which, you know, bought thousands and thousands of acres. And as late as 2012, made another land deal to purchase 330 acres, which now includes Mountain View Lake on the south side of the preserve. Today, we are about 25 to 2600 acres. It's so refreshing to hear the words conservation and success story in the same sentence. That is really great. Yet, for many years, very few residents knew about the preserve. Arabia Mountain was a hidden gem in DeKalb County. How did you and your team advertise and promote this place for people to visit? So that's a mixed message answer here. You know, as an environmental educator, and like many people in this field, we want to promote what we're doing. We want to share where we work. We obviously want people to come to the park, to enjoy it, to receive all the benefits. Also to acknowledge as a conservation professional, there's unique sensitive habitat here. So it's always been kind of a challenge and paradox to invite people to the place that you're trying to protect, if that makes sense. So we, we do it in very unique and kind of creative ways, I guess. Uh, sometimes, believe it or not, I've actually turned down awards 
to kind of keep the secret a little more hidden. Um, but most recently with the pandemic, like many parks, not just in Georgia, but across the country, we experienced tremendous traffic. And so instead of promoting ourselves, we're now promoting the use and practice of leave no trace backcountry ethics, which is essentially teaching the public how to tread lightly when they come to a park like this that has sensitive plants. It's been a challenge for us promoting and not promoting and educating people. Well, I would think the conservation success story is worth people noting. It's worth having more visitors if they practice what you are suggesting of leaving no trace. I mean, you talked about a paradox. What sort of awards did you turn down? So a few years ago, it may have been a creative loafing award, but they have all sorts of categories for, you know, best this and best that. And we got best uh, park and trail system. And when they called to give us the award, I, I humbly thank them. And then I asked them to make us number seven on the list. <laughs> <laughs> and, and they couldn't quite understand that. And I had to explain that the attention of being number one would it'd be bad. We, did, we wouldn't want to have just a million people coming here. And so I had to humbly decline the top uh, seat of the award and, and, and get something lower. And, and that was totally fine for us and our ego. And we're not, I don't have any hurt feelings about it. It was a decision that we had to make that goes beyond the park. It was really for the future generations that would come and visit here. So unlike museums, you can't control the number of visitors? You know, not here exactly. It's the beautiful thing about Arabia Mountain and definitely what sets it apart from our other Monadnocks, uh, mainly Stone Mountain and Panola Mountain, is that it's completely free and you can take your dog up here. There is nothing, you don't have to pay any money to park. And that really means a lot to me as a public servant that this place is accessible to everybody and there's very little barriers that stand in the way for visitation. So I take that, those facts with great pride. However, yes, there's no gates that are closing up the parking lots, you know, that tell you the truth. We don't even have staff here all the time when we need them. So it's, it's a little vulnerable for us. So we're, we're being creative with how we can control crowds. And one of that is, keeping this beautiful place hidden in plain sight. Okay. Well, let's talk a bit about those monadnocks. Can you tell us how the monadnocks on Arabia Mountain formed? Sure. So essentially, we can start with visualizing how a volcano works. And two plates, we're talking plate tectonics here, an oceanic plate and a continental plate. This, the oceanic plate gets pushed underground closer to the Earth's core and begins to melt. Then that material starts to rise underground towards the surface. In a normal volcano situation, liquid magma would come up to the surface and spew out and you have a volcano. But with Arabia Mountain and some of these other monadnocks, what if that material didn't quite reach the surface? Instead, as it rose up underground, it actually cooled and became a rock under the Earth's surfaces. And then 
millions and millions of years of erosion at the Earth's surface drop the elevation of the ground. And at some point in time, again, this is geologic time, Lois, so millions of years, finally exposed that rock that was hidden underground all along. So it's the Earth's surface that had been dropping and dropping and dropping. And today, in 2022, you can see Stone Mountain, you can see Arabia Mountain, you can see Panola Mountain, and even Kennesaw Mountain that stand above the surrounding land as these little mountain peaks. But those rocks and those origins of those rocks have been underground all along. Robert Astrove, Preserve Manager of Arabia Mountain. We'll be back with more of our conversation in just a moment. But first, you're listening to City Lights. I'm Lois Reitzes. Thanks to all of you who are donating to WABE and supporting City Lights right now. We need to hear from more of you. We look forward to hearing from at least 10 of you now. Your gift not only funds our show, but right now we're in a cornerstone match, which is something very good. And to tell you how that match works is City Light senior producer Kim Drobes. Excellent. So I get to talk about math, which strangely enough is one of my favorite things. So here's how the math on cornerstone matches works. If we can get you to give, and we need 10 of you this hour, that's not much, just 10 of you to give, let's say $75, members of our Cornerstone Society will match it. If you can give $5 a month, they'll match that. Whatever you can give, they will match it. We have up to $5,000 in this little pile of money waiting to be matched with yours. So right now, we're still waiting on 10 of you to call in, and anyone that gives right now gets the match. Your gift will be matched. Just go to wabe.org slash donate or call us 678-553-9090. When you give right now, we'd like to send you the brand new WABE t-shirt. This black tee has the WABE logo on the front and the slogan, a rare medium, well done on the back. It's yours with a new monthly gift of $20 or a one-time gift of $240. And as a bonus, you'll receive the PBS streaming service passport. When you give right now, you're helping to pay for all of the WABE programs you love. Plus, you're amplifying Atlanta by funding fact-based, impartial news. So please, give monthly at wabe.org slash donate or call 678-553-9090 and thanks. Your gift really does make it happen. So how about starting your membership with a sustaining gift of $10 a month? When you sign up as a monthly sustaining donor, that $10 helps pay for every reason you listen to 90.1. That shows you love like Morning Edition and 1A and all of those powerful fact-filled stories you hear every day. And your sustaining gift helps us to continue to amplify the voices of Atlanta long after this funding drive is over. The amount you give is absolutely up to you. Only you know what you can afford. We rely heavily on Atlanta for support. In fact, 84% of our funding comes from Metro Atlanta. That's listeners just like you. So please give and give generously at wabe.org slash donate or give us a call. 678-553-9090. 
My name is Adlin Kasana, and I live in Vining. My favorite personality is Lois Righteous. City Lights uh, with Lois Righteous, it's arts, it's entertainment. She highlights, you know, that local artist and that local artist. She shines light on them. And so I think that there's great appreciation for that. If I could say anything to Lois, it's thank you. Oh, thank you, Adeline from Vinings. It's people like Adeline who provide the power to City Lights. Listeners who become contributors, listeners like Adeline and like you, you can help City Lights continue to shine a light on local artists like George F. Baker III, Our Land, Charmaine Minifield. All those artists and more are included in what you hear with your sustaining or one-time gift of support right now. So please give at wabe.org slash donate or call 678-553-9090. Fabian Williams is also among those artists we adore. And Kim's going to tell you more. All right. So Fabian Williams did the design on our tote bag, which you can go see right now at wabe.org. It is fantastic. And, you know, we've been talking a lot about Cornerstone matches, and I wanted everyone to know what a Cornerstone member actually is. There are larger donors, and Cornerstone members get invitations to a variety of functions throughout the year, and they get to attend unique insider events. Like recently, our donors got to meet actor and singer Alan Cumming and NPR's own Ari Shapiro at their cabaret show. It was incredible. All you need to do to become a Cornerstone member is donate $100 a month, or you can give a single gift of $1,200 for the year. Give because you value the truth, and you value the Atlanta arts community. Amplify Atlanta as a Cornerstone Society member at wabe.org slash donate, or give us a call, 678-553-9090, and thank you. The field of mental health counseling is growing rapidly, and Richmond Graduate University can equip you with everything you need as a licensed professional counselor while integrating your faith into your clinical practice. Programs are offered in Atlanta, Chattanooga, and online. Apply today at richmont.edu. That's R-I-C-H-M-O-N-T dot E-D-U. You love free, and at Ameris Bank, so do we. That's why we're proud to offer worry-free, hassle-free Ameris Bank free checking. Manage your money your way with convenient access to digital, mobile, and telephone banking, all with no monthly service fee or minimum balance requirements. At Ameris Bank, we're with you. For more information or to open an account, visit our local bankers in person or online at amerisbank.com slash free checking. Other fees such as overdraft fees may apply. Ameris Bank, member FDIC, equal housing lender. This is City Lights on WABE. I'm Lois Wrights. It's great to have you along. We're going to return to my conversation with Robert Astrove, the preserve manager for Arabia Mountain. Astrove is also a food forager, and here he explains how his interest in foraging began. So I've always been a tree guy. In fact, when I first moved to Atlanta in 2007, my first job was at Trees Atlanta, and I've been planting trees before and after that. 
one of the things that happened to me in Atlanta, and it was a new place for me, I actually grew up in South Florida and worked in the Everglades, is I got to learn about so many more tree species that live here in the Piedmont. And within that, I learned about the service berry, which has come to be my favorite tree. And one of the reasons that I love it so much is because it has this delicious, super good for you berry that you can harvest in the summertime. And I just started getting more interested in tree crops and food coming from the earth. And instead of going to the grocery store, you know, I, I work in a forest every day and I just got really curious. And I just started educating myself, taking classes and started eating things off the ground and getting weird looks. And, <laughs> and uh, maybe you'd see me on the side of the road eating something and getting more weird looks. And it just became this adventure for me that it was very inspiring to, you know, stay connected to the planet, to, you know, find a little snack and to, you know, share that with other people. And so I guess I've been foraging for maybe 10 years now, and it's been so much fun. And last June, you actually developed a serviceberry festival. What sorts of foods, drinks do the purveyors create from service berries? So yeah, the Service Berry Festival is an event that was conceived by my partner, uh, Jessica Pfeffer last year. And essentially during the pandemic, the restaurants were just brought to their knees and were closing and having no staff. And, and typically with foraging, it is a part of my, uh, well, you know, any good person in Atlanta has a side hustle, right, Lois? <laughs> So I was basically foraging and bringing things to restaurants to, be, to appear on menus. And I just didn't feel right doing this during the pandemic uh, with such a crippled you know, service industry. And so Service Berry Festival was a way for us to kind of give back, celebrate the service berry and, and have fun. And so I called up some of my favorite chefs and mixologists to be a part of it. And they made so many different things. There was a service berry salsa. There was a service berry ice cream. There was a service berry waffle. We had uh, service berry cocktails, um, service berry 10 different ways. And it was just, like I said, a, a really great celebration of this tree and community. And we also were giving back as well. So the proceeds of the festival went to create a service berry orchard planting that is gonna be planted this year at Wadsworth Academy. That's a DeKalb County Elementary School. And we also did a service berry service project at Arabia Mountain, which combined yoga and trail work. So it was a really well-conceived festival and this felt really good to do something in a time where everything seemed to be closed. So I know from the people that were attending, just being within with community, being surrounded by friends was so important. And I'm so glad we got to make that happen. I'm curious about the etymology. What is a service berry? I mean, is it, did, does it have that name because of a service it provides? What does it look like and taste like? Sure. So I'll talk about the fruit first. So the service berry is a blueberry-like fruit that droops from the tree. It's also called Juneberry, which is acknowledging oh. the month that the fruit is ready. And 
Um, it's very high in antioxidants and it's sweet and it has a little bit of an almond kind of aftertaste from the soft edible seed that is inside. And the name derives from lots of folklore. Uh, the one that I can share, for example, has to do with uh, all the servicemen back in WW1 and, uh, that were killed. And if they were killed during the winter, the ground was frozen and they could not be buried. And so they had to wait for a signal that the ground was soft enough to dig. And that signal came about now in early April when the flower of the service berry opened. And that was the signal to signal the, the ground thawing and they could begin their services for the dead. So, oh, that that is such an interesting backstory. So service refers to the funeral service. Correct. There was another story as well, Lois, that talked about when uh, the preacher men would start to do their revivals and travel the circuit uh, from city to city on their stagecoaches and whatnot. And again, that was early in the springtime, uh, again, when the service berry flower was was out. So a lot of what we do in society has to do with timing. And if you look to uh, the way Native Americans named the full moons, for example, the strawberry moon, the wolf moon, they all are acknowledgement of the timing or the phonology of the world around us. Do people ask you about learning how to forage? I'm curious about what tips or tricks you might give those who want to begin foraging or things maybe they shouldn't be doing. Absolutely. You know, you can die from this. <laughs> but what I, what I can offer is go slow and just stick to what you know. So, for example, you always want to start with a proper ID. And I don't mean I think I know what this is. You need to be 100%, okay? And I just want to share a few more things that fall into like good foraging ethics, okay? So you want to be 100% sure you know what it is. If you do start to harvest, it's a good idea not to pick everything. We have a little saying in the business that you want to have the 15% rule or 10% rule to always leave 15 or 10% behind. Uh, you never want to forage where there's exposure to, say, pollution. So think about next to roads or by the airport, things like that. And also, you never want to pick anything that's sensitive. Coming up shortly, for example, Lois, is going to be the ramp season. And ramps are one of those species that is known for people to over-harvest. And so if we take all the ramps, there's not going to be any next year. Lastly, I'll end with just do your homework. There's a lot of groups out there that have interest in supporting foraging and education. Uh, there's plant walks you can do, both locally here in Atlanta and in North Georgia. And, you know, I would just start off with picking one or two things every year. And then after that, go on to the next thing and the next thing. And by the time you get to 10, 20 years, you'll have quite a list, but just start slow. With Earth Day upon us. What recommendations would you give to people as to how to make changes in daily life 
to help preserve the planet? I mean, where do people begin? I mean, this is this is the million dollar question, Lois. And I'm really glad that you're kind of honing in on behavior because the ultimate goal of environmental education is not just knowledge, but it's actually behavior change. And that can take years sometimes. But what I can offer is a few things. One thing, which is obviously pretty on brand for Robbie is plant a tree. That's an easy win that we can make. And to create a memory with someone that you're planting with so you can go back over and over and watch it. I would offer this as well, how to transform ourselves from consumers into producers. How can we start to create an economy that celebrates making and makers and not just buying stuff all the time. And I think that will cause us to be creative as well. I would also offer to connect with local organizations, people in Atlanta and abroad that are doing the work that we can learn from, that we can be inspired by. You know, on Earth Day, there's gonna be a green market at Pont City Market on the 23rd with lots of representation from local nonprofits and other folks. And the thing that I would say that would cause the most impact is eating locally. And I'm a huge advocate of Atlanta's farmers markets and local food. And kind of in the same regards of check yourself before you wreck yourself, we can check our plate before we wreck the planet. And what I'm referring to is on average, the food that is found on our plates travels 2,500 to 3,000 miles. And within all that miles comes gas and petroleum, and trucks and a lot of resources and time and it's not even picked fresh it's picked early so it can make it to us and instead i offer visiting a local farmer's market and getting to know the producer and getting to look them right in the eye and ask questions on where it came from what are your growing practices it's very likely that the food that they're showing you on the table was harvested that day or even the day before it will have the most amount of nutrients and vitamins and you're supporting your local economy. And really, really great is a lot of our local markets um, double the SNAP EBT benefits, which we formerly called food stamps. So there's really nothing standing in the way for Atlantans getting local, fresh and healthy food. And by eating locally, it will definitely drop our impact on the planet. Robert Astro, forager and preserve manager of Arabia Mountain. You can find more information about the 50th anniversary celebration of Arabia Mountain, the Service Berry Fest, and foraging on our website, wabe.org. Coming up, our series of artists in their own words. Speaking of the arts, today featuring the artist known as Vando. But first, if you are just joining us, you're listening to City Lights on WABE. I'm Lois Reitzes. It's the first day of our spring member drive, and we have a Cornerstone Society match where your gift is effectively doubled. If you give $25, it'll be matched with $25. If you give 200 it will be matched by 200 so please help us out right now 
we need to hear from five more of you donating online at wabe.org or by calling 678-553-9090. We look forward to hearing from you as we next hear from City Light senior producer Kim Droves. Indeed, and I'd like to go ahead and thank some of you who have already donated. Holly in Peachtree City, Lainey in Atlanta, Warren in Roswell, Katie in Atlanta. Thank you. We appreciate you. And hey, everyone else, we are still waiting to hear from you. There are dollars remaining in our Cornerstone match. Your money can't possibly go further. So look, if you were ever looking for a good investment in life, a smart financial decision, this is it, people. WABE.org slash donate or call 678-553-9090. This match is just for this hour right now. Also, I'd like to give a quick thanks to our Cornerstone Society members of WABE. They're the ones who made this offer possible. So please give as generously as you can. WABE.org slash donate or with a call 678-553-9090. And thank you so much. Everyone is so busy. It's hard to find time to do anything. Fortunately, supporting WABE is super easy. And giving online at WABE.org, that is the quickest way to donate. Our secure giving page takes just moments to complete the entire process. So with just a few clicks... You are helping WABE to amplify the many voices of our Atlanta community. And while you're donating online, why not pick out a thank you gift from us? Have you seen the new customized tote bags from Atlanta artist Fabian Williams? We're talking fantastic. Go online. Go to our website at wabe.org. That's wabe.org slash donate and support this station you love right now. Thanks. While you're online and you're looking at those Fabian Williams tote bags, don't miss out and listen, look at the video, little love song that Fabian did for Lois Reitzes. He sings her name. It is beyond adorable. And hey, if you are already a member of WABE, now would be such a great time for you to switch to being a sustaining member. So let's say you already have decided on donating 10 bucks a month, right? Well, what does it really do? Well, City Lights, we, Lois Reitzis, is on the air because thousands of people started using their sustaining membership in a past fundraiser. It all adds up, people. In order to bring you Morning Edition and All Things Considered, WABE pays a fee to NPR, and it comes out to more than $4,000 a day. A day. Every day. And that's just for the news magazine shows. We still have a goal that we're trying to meet this hour, and we have time to do it. Three more donors is all we're looking for, and I believe that means that we are looking for you. 
We rely on your gift to pay for the cost of all of the NPR programming. In fact, 84% of our funding comes from right here in Atlanta. So now is the best time ever to become a sustaining giver. Please don't put this off. WABE.org slash donate or call 678-553-9090. And thank you. When you give to WABE as a new sustainer at $20 a month, we'll thank you with our brand new t-shirt. The WABE Amplify t-shirt is black and celebrates your favorite Atlanta radio hosts, Lisa Ram, Lois Reitzes, Rose Scott, Jim Burris, and H. Johnson. So it's perfect for the WABE superfan. And donating at this level comes with one additional gift, the PBS Streaming Service Passport. It only takes a moment to give monthly at wabe.org slash donate or call 678-553-9090 and thank you. This is City Lights on WABE. I'm Lois Reitzes. Thank you for listening. It's time now for our segment, Speaking of the Arts where we hear some of Atlanta's creative artists in their own words. My name is Vando, V-A-N-D-O is the spelling. The type of art that I create and do falls in a a weird line, but basically a lot of folks uh, list me under under expressionism, preferably neo-expressionism. I get compared to Basquiat a lot. I create from a uh, unique space when I create. I have no real true intent when I go. I really just enjoy the journey of creating. So a lot of times it does come out expressionistic and sometimes it comes out very abstract. It all depends on how the day's going. I got started in art in a very, very unique way. Um, I just recently picked up the brush five years ago I did it because my youngest son started day trading at the age of 14. And he would stress out in school if he, you know, got a B minus or anything. So we need to come up with a solution to have him maintain whenever, you know, at $10,000 swings or things of that nature. So I was like, man, there's a thing called abstract, throw some paint on the canvas, just so that it's a release and that we're not really trying to make anything but release. And when we sat down to do it, it it actually caught me a little bit more than it did him. And I looked up and everybody in the room is looking at me like, wow. And for that little bit of time, time just disappeared. And it was just like, all of a sudden, that was just what I was, I realized that's what I was meant to do. As far as what motivates and inspires me to paint, um, it's really based on, you know, two things really. Um, The first is just being able to wake up and go outside and see life. You know, the fact that I entered the art game just at the latter part of my life, I kind of look at life in a different perspective. And it's so nice that art has helped change that perspective. So just to walk out and notice the way the sunshine reflects off a building or how shadows protrude into the street and things like that is all I need to be inspired. Plus, um, I'm a big fan of just conversating with people. Conversations 
inspired me to paint because you know, the Virgo in me, you know, always wants to fix the fix the problem. So it's always nice to um, paint a solution to everyday conversations, and that's the best way to to you know figure out those little ironies of people and stuff like that and, and portray them on canvas. I call ATL my home because I actually came down here to go to culinary school. Uh, I'm a French trained chef and after graduating college, I came down and decided like this is where I'm supposed to be. I just really, really, truly love the city. I've been here since 1991. So I'm, I, I think I'm unofficially a Georgian. <laughs> the city has a way of influencing the art that I do because of the energy, because I love the paint outside. So the different energy within the city is the, one of the main reasons I love just being, in, being here and, and, and painting within the city so much. As far as where I like to go see art in the city, just the normal places like everybody else. I hit all the fun galleries and at all the openings run by the high and all that stuff. But, you know, I, I love a lot of the true stuff as far as graffiti and all the different things and just all the weird little nuances that go on in the city. The city has a lot of great artists. So there's technically great art everywhere within the city. So it's not really hard to find, you know, you just have to go out and just look for it one day and you'll run across a lot of beautiful art and that's what's like really cool for me, so. If you would like to see a lot of my art, you can go to vandodavis.com, that's V-A-N-D-O, davis.com, or you can go to my Instagram under vandoart, V-A-N-D-O-A-R-T, art at Instagram and keep up with me there. Vando and our series, Speaking of the Arts. More information about Vando's work is on our website, wabe.org, where you can also become a donor. Won't you contribute to WABE online at wabe.org slash donate or by calling 678-553-9090. If you are just joining us, this is City Lights on WABE. I'm Lois Wrights. It's so good to be with you. And this is it. We are down to the wire. We still have some money left in this cornerstone match with just a few minutes to go. We look forward to hearing from three of you, at least three of you donating online at wabe.org or by calling 678-553-9090 because your contributions will be matched. The dollars go further. Kim Drobe, City Light senior producer, is with me, and she's going to tell you more about it. Indeed. People, if you ever wanted your donation to have more weight behind it, now is the time. It is the only time during City Lights that we're doing a cornerstone match during the entire spring fundraiser. So please take a moment. 
give right now, like your fellow listeners. I'd like to thank Say in Madison, Sandra in Canton, and Aaron in Atlanta. We're looking for three more of you. Give for your love and appreciation of WABE and for the value that you find in City Lights because you support the Atlanta arts community. We are so, so close and we've had such a great response from you guys this hour. But hey, what about you? Can you lend a hand? WABE.org slash donate or call 678-553-9090 and thank you. I'm Faith Saley of Wait, Wait, Don't Tell Me, here with a short comedic observation from Atlanta's very own Dad's Garage. Hey, you guys, I've got a real problem. What? I don't know. I've just been pouring coffee into my hands, and it's just not efficient. Oh. Hey. Yeah? Did you know that if you donate to WABE, they will give you a mug? What? Yeah. You don't have to drink hot, scalding coffee out of your hands. Oh, my gosh. My clothes will be all nice when I get to work now. And my hands, my fingerprints won't be burned off anymore. You'll maybe never get sensation back, but you'll be able to hold that mug with pride. And I would have my dignity back. Well. Yeah. You've heard of Dad Bod? That's Dad Comedy, courtesy of Dad's Garage. Hey, Atlanta, supporting WABE really is important, and it is so easy. Here's how. Here's how. Support WABE. By going online to wabe.org slash donate or by calling 678-553-9090. We have since heard from one more and now we look forward to hearing from two of you in order to meet that Match by the Cornerstone members. Please call 678-553-9090 or donate online at wabe.org. Thanks to all of you who have contributed so far. And thanks very much to the team at Dad's Garage, Whitney Millsap, Freddie Boyd, and Tim Stoltenberg. We'll have more from Dad's Garage throughout the fundraiser. And on the topic of mugs, we've got a couple we're giving away this fall. Check them out on our website, wabe.org. Choose the one you want when you make your gift at wabe.org slash donate or ask the operator about it when you call 678-553-9090. Thank you. You know, we are so grateful to be in a community like Atlanta that really supports public broadcasting and the arts for that matter. You know, the vast majority, about 84% of our funding comes from in and around Atlanta, with about 10, 12% coming from grants and the Corporation for Public Broadcasting. We receive no state funding, zero, zilch, nada. So we rely on you, Metro Atlanta, and listeners like you for our financial help. Consider giving a gift of $10 a month. It's pretty much the average of what most people feel comfortable with, but hey, only you know what's right for you. 678 553 We just heard from one more of you. Thank you so much. One more donor to meet our goal today. We're looking forward to hearing from you. 
You can make your contribution at wabe.org slash donate. And thank you. With the new gift of $15 a month right now, you can get the fresh new WABE Amplifying Atlanta Tote Bag. It features illustrations of some of Atlanta's most iconic landmarks, along with beloved WABE hosts. And it was designed by Atlanta artist Fabian Williams. The modern design is complemented with a zippered top and an interior pocket for other essentials. That's at $15 a month or a one-time gift of $180. Plus, you'll automatically receive the PBS Streaming Service Passport. Please give monthly at wabe.org slash donate or phone 678-553-9090. Thanks. Yes, we often talk about making a monthly gift because that helps us map out our plans more easily for the future. And it's easier for many of you to give a bit each month. We understand if you feel that's something you can't commit to doing. But if you want to think of comparative value, a $10 donation per month is the equivalent of two specialty coffees from your local coffee shop. You should know that we welcome gifts in any amount without the need to commit monthly. If you prefer to give an individual gift, we welcome your contribution at wabe.org slash donate or by calling 678-553-9090. We need to hear from one more. One more of you donating will enable us to receive that cornerstone match. Y'all, there is just literally over a minute left to go till City of Lights ends. And you might think that you couldn't possibly make your gift in time to get that match. But guess what? You can. Just hop on the website, wabe.org slash donate 678-553-9090. Our matching challenge is still underway. And what that means is you still have time to give and we will match your donation. Thanks to everyone who has given this hour, but we can't rely only on them. We still need you. Thanks. You've been listening to City Lights, our daily exploration of arts and culture. Catch an encore broadcast tonight at 9. If you would like to follow us online, we'd love it at W-A-B-E City Lights on Facebook and Instagram. I'm on Twitter at L-O-I-S-R-E-I-T-Z-E-S. Thanks for listening and donating to W-A-B-E Atlanta. You make it possible. Hey, you want to become a Cornerstone member? We look forward to welcoming you right now. Hi, it's Terry Gross, the host of Fresh Air. We bring you in-depth, long-form interviews with actors, directors, musicians, authors, journalists, and more. Listen to our Peabody Award-winning Fresh Air podcast from WHYY and NPR. Have you donated to WAB yet? I know you've heard us talking about why it's important, but it doesn't have to be this big decision. You can give at whatever amount fits your budget. It can be a spur-of-the-moment thing. You already get so much out of public radio, so just go for it. Visit wabe.org slash donate and become a member right now. And thank you.